welcome to Reset. <laughs> you see, you see, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. Where's the cross? That's where I go. I do it. I, I do it up there. I'm like Reset. Alright. So hi guys. We clearly can't do the um, intro like we <laughs> usually do. Today's a day. So welcome back to Recess, Recess Creative Convos. <laughs> I think that's the most normal we've ever said it. For sure. Alright guys, so today on today's episode, we have a super special guest for you guys. And it's awesome because this is the first podcast that she's ever going to be doing. Yeah. So that's super awesome and we feel privileged. We're so privileged. I know, right? (laughs) Um, But we have a lovely young woman on our podcast today. Her name is Shanice Kelman. Say hi to the people, Shanice. Hi. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Okay, so if you recognize by the accent, Shanice is not Trinidadian. (laughs) But uh, she is from the Caribbean. She was born in Guyana. Mm -hmm. She currently lives in New York. (laughs) And... (laughs) She is a creative. She's a super awesome creative. And she has some very interesting experiences in corporate America. And Mm -hmm. we are just so interested to talk to her about those experiences and her story. And then just like discuss with her what that feels like as someone working in corporate America versus creatives who are independent. Very, yeah, very much Mm -hmm. independent. They do everything for themselves, by themselves. And see what those two worlds look like when they're contrasted so thank you for coming yeah absolutely um absolutely definitely just want to say before we even dive into it i just want to say thank you guys so much for even looking out to me this is such an honor (laughs) we're like all blushing um yeah this is my first time i definitely said for 2019 i wanted to work with more creatives and i just think it's crazy how god is just like putting people in my life yeah my life just like this and um yeah you guys just popped up and we had this conversation yeah i was just chatting with deandre and she was saying you know you should definitely come by and have a conversation yeah it's just crazy how because shanice and i we met like a year ago but i haven't seen her since (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you know like just following up with each other on social media and Mm -hmm. like to see her now is great but then to hear her story and to know where she is now and her journey and stuff i was like yo we have to talk to you on the the podcast yeah 100 percent. and i was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm from new york and it's way too cold there right now i needed a vacation a mental vacation in trinidad the most beautiful place definitely had to check it out so yeah Yeah. shout out to trinidad have you been enjoying it though no it has been so beautiful here um we did a a cute hike um had to battle some very, <laughs> some angry fish, you okay. know. No, it was perish. <laughs> Deep you know, water. climb some sharp rocks. Um, and yeah, I'm still really blown away by just how relaxing and beautiful it is over here. And oh, then, oh, that's when I say it. Yeah, and we went over to Trinidad as well. So it was Tobago. I, oh, sorry, sorry, Tobago. Thank you. We went over to Tobago. I apologize. Um, it's okay. A lot of flights. Um, yeah, Trinidad. Then we went over to Tobago and. Um, yeah, still blown away by just how sweet and how relaxing it is over here. Oh, I'm glad to hear. Yeah, for sure. Happy food. Are you loving it or what? Well, <laughs> DeAndre put me on to some doubles. 
excited the other day and <laughs> for the cultures and for the culture we definitely ate it on the street yeah she was yeah. trying to tell me to eat it with my hands yeah. and i just <laughs> i was like where's the one I'm like, she's, um, um, she's like, no, I'll have this to, to go. <laughs> like, now nah, she needs to. I don't bust this open. <laughs> so, yeah, it, yeah. That was a good, that was a cool experience. So, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm really glad you're here. I'm glad you enjoyed Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And you got to go to Tobago. Like, not everybody's able to do that. So, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super blessed. All right, guys. So, to start this conversation off, we're just going to ask Shanice to tell us, give us a little brief of her story. Tell us what it is she experienced working in corporate America and how that's been for her. So, Shanice, just tell us your life. Yeah. <laughs> how you got started as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as you guys mentioned, um, or you guys can clearly hear, I'm not like it's a New York accent, but I was born in Guyana. Um, my family's from Guyana. Um, I came here, I came to New York when I was about, uh, nine, um, eight or nine. And I'm definitely raised in a West Indian background, a West Indian household. And, um, I'm bringing, I'm giving that, that context because I will say like after graduating college, I felt that pressure, um, to have a job right away. And, despite like how hardworking I was, I didn't have that job. And I, but I still wanted to like, please my family. Um, and for the, every West Indian yeah. child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. Like straight out of, straight out of college. Like, yeah. So, um, and for the listeners, what did you study at? University? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So in college, um, which was also a very hard, uh, thing to do. Um, I chose to study sociology and media studies and, I remember like when I first like signed up for the, those majors, um, my parents were, you know, what about the business major, you know, or just, <laughs> yeah. which it was, it was a hard decision at first, just because even though they're, they're loving and they want the best for you sometimes from their background or from their experience, like these are things that they just don't understand sometimes. Um, but eventually like they were still extremely supportive. Yeah. Um, but I still felt that pressure again to have like, a business, a job in like corporate or like a business job or a marketing job right out of the way that would make a lot of money. And, um, and I was, when I was just about to graduate, I started scrambling because I didn't have a job and I still wanted to please my family. So I, as soon as I got the offer, which was, I think the day of graduation, I hopped, wow, like, I remember actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just oh, like, I'm just like, I didn't even graduate. So it's just like, I didn't even, so it's so crazy. Um, yeah, like, Actually, like I can remember, like right before, like walking down, like walking down the the auditorium, like we had to, like I got the offer letter and I need to sign it right away. Um, and I remember just hopping into it, just because uh, you know it was a way to. That was my way. I th- I thought to like make everyone happy, um, and it was probably like, the worst decision I could have made, just because it was nothing towards what I was passionate about at all. Right. Um, I had the most unhappy it was the worst thing I could have done just because it definitely affected my mental health. It affected my happiness. It was just such an unhappy job. Yeah. Um, mainly because I felt like the job would hurt other people. Yeah. <laughs> what was the nature of the job? So the job was in sales and, um, this isn't to knock anyone who's a part of sales. I just want to preface th- that, but um, preface my story with that. Let's, if you're in sales right now, so much props to you. But um, this job was where 
I would have to call small business owners and, you know, sell them ad space. And um, these business owners are mom and pop. You know, this could be your auntie, your uncle. Like, this is their livelihood. They're not rich, you know? Like, this is is something that they've built from with their own hands. And um, I would have to sell them ad space for, like, that could be range from, like, 5K to, like, 30K. And... You I was calling like, to convince exactly. them. So to I was buy basically, these. yeah, and I was basically a telemarketer at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah. But what was crazy about it is that it's a reputable company. So people actually would, you people would actually buy into it. And I, even after I, I'd sell a product, I just feel so awful because I personally didn't know if this was going to work for them. Yeah. Right. And you just, you know, you don't want to, especially, I remember over, over Christmas that was the worst feeling and that was my breaking point because I knew this this wasn't right so I left that job and I swore to myself that no matter what I'm going the next job I take will be towards something that I'm passionate about it's going to be something towards media something towards entertainment and I networked my butt off like crazy and I landed a gig with HBO where I really started to navigate um corporate america and also corporate america dealing within the media industry right. um and from there i'm actually navigating towards complex so yeah that's a little so bit dope. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a little yeah. bit about me um that was really hard to give that speech but um no like that's yeah. that's cool and that's your truth you know that's yeah and i'm sure that that's the truth of a lot of people yeah like yeah. like your journey and process yeah. so like Coming out of university, I mean, that's my position now, and you're currently 25. So when you just came out, you were 22? Yeah. You yes. Know? Yeah. So what was that like? Like now, be, like being so young and now coming out of that space where everything is so structured and you know exactly what you're supposed to do and when you're supposed to do it in university, it's kind of easy to maneuver yeah. that space. But now, like having to figure it out on your own, how did you maneuver like the networking aspect of coming out of your first job that you hated to saying like okay no I'm just gonna and how long did you spend at that first job oh okay so that first job I think I spent about eight months six to eight months oh okay, okay yeah okay. so it wasn't even a year but I think the six month mark is kind of at that point where you know this yeah. is not yeah. something you can no, tough out yeah. or this ain't, this ain't it um yeah but so how did I navigate? Yeah. So when you, okay, I'm like, you're yeah. like, okay, I'm done. This is it. What, what was the transition like going from doing that yeah. or like being unhappy at your job or whatever, yeah. deciding, okay, this is not for me and having to now work, work hard and network at yeah. getting something else. Like yeah, tell us about that. Oof, I want to talk um, about networking from that perspective as well, because for us, like Cameron has, uh, like <laughs> so much like knowledge and experience when it comes to networking yeah. independently. But I also want to know from your perspective, networking on a corporate, corporate level. level. Yeah. Like, and then HBO. Yeah. Is. That's like a, that's like <laughs> creamy. <laughs> yeah, um, no, no, no. Um, absolutely real. Um, so transitioning from that first job, 
um, was extremely hard in the beginning just because, again, you had that. So first off, quitting to West Indian families was listen, an unheard. Listen. Like, I remember, like, coming home to my mom and I was like, Mom, I'm not happy here. And she's like, it's okay. Like, you know, like, tough it out. And you, keep you pushing. Know, yeah, like, just keep pushing. And, you yeah. know, maybe you can get something towards retirement. I'm like, it, that, that was just not working out. Like, she wasn't really. And my mom loves me. But, it, again, it was just, like, one of those, it's like. It's just the generation. Yeah, thing. it was just a generational disconnect. Yeah. And. So when I made it, so it was, again, like me making a decision for myself and for my happiness and saying like, okay, this is it. And I, I put in my letter of resignation and I left. And this was really like uncharted territory because again, you have a generation above me that really doesn't understand that and doesn't know how to navigate it. So they can't really offer that much support. Yeah. Yeah. Advice or anything. And so I think it was just it was a hard mental state where I had to really have faith in myself and have faith that everything was like, if I work towards what I'm passionate about, it's still going to work out in the end. It was, yeah. it was blind faith. Yeah, I can't yeah. even like, I was not going to say that. Yeah. Like that's yeah. blind faith for sure. It was. Yeah. And obviously like my best friends, like I would be stressing out sometimes and my, my I would ha- I had my best friend just remind me every day, like you are great. You are in- extremely intelligent. Like this is going to work out. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. That support is so yeah. necessary. So, yeah. so freaking necessary. Um, so that was one thing, I guess, having the right mental state or having that support, finding that support system anywhere you can um, for that transition. Uh, The second thing that I had to do was I had to build like a system for myself. So once I left work and maybe you guys are, I don't know. (laughs) Once I left work, I was not going to like sleep in bed the whole day or like feel sad for myself. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely like a mental thing where like, okay, I have to wake up at this time. I think it was around like eight o'clock or mm-hmm, seven o'clock, mm-hmm. which might be late or early for you. I don't no, know. No, no, what? <laughs> for DeAndre, that's really early. early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to wake up at a certain time. I had to eat breakfast. I would rush to the library and I would be there just, and I would go through that job search every day were you living on your own no so thankfully i was with my parents at that time where i i didn't have to deal with the financial stress of like really you know oh that's great yeah um so that's what i'm saying like i guess they did provide that support right so my friends probably provided that mental support i think that's 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 important too i think that's um somewhat of like uh a line of similarity um within all of us because i think we're we didn't have the stress of having to pay bills and having to um, provide for the household. And I do think that's so important to acknowledge you because... Listen, we're privileged. We are definitely privileged. Because because in the creative industry, there are some people I know personally who would want to pursue the the creative life, but they can't. They they actually just can't. My cousin and I were literally having a conversation about that just the other day where it's it's hard yeah yeah Yeah, and like it would be unfair to have this conversation without the narrative of acknowledging that yeah yeah when you have that support and that that you know that platform of like financial stability stability over your like head it's fine yeah just whatever they would have done for you it's so much easier to yeah it really it really is like being able to not worry about those things definitely i think allowed us to 
mm-hmm. explore our creativity. So yeah. huge shout out to our parents. So even yeah, though you no, don't understand, like, to thank <laughs> you, mom and dad, for just loving us enough to yeah. provide for us for Absolutely. these couple of years. Yeah, no, that's for real, for real. So true. That that's a real thing, um, right there as well. Um, so yeah, like making sure that I had a schedule for myself, mm-hmm. and in that schedule, putting in time for relaxation. But then also like so at a certain time, I was just like, no, I'm gonna take a trip to Florida. Like I need sunshine at this point, or or no matter what, like I'm leaving this library at 9 p.m. I'm not staying here. Right, or right. at a certain time, I can't stay here any longer. Yeah. Um. And then also, I think the third item would be, it's the third item, would be <laughs> grinding when I actually got to the library. So one, the steps that I did was that the first thing I did was just making sure that my resume was, was great for the industry that I was applying for or the job that I was applying for. And that's something like you can Google or you can reach out to people, yeah. you know, within similar um, jobs just to verify that, hey, this this resume is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I utilize LinkedIn like none other. Yo, weren't we just talking about I feel like I just mentioned to you that I need to stop with my LinkedIn. My LinkedIn profile like, is like trash. No, no. <laughs> Oh, without a doubt like corporate america utilizes linkedin yeah, like yeah. none other yeah, that's that. we're in a, an age of like social media so it's like there's you shouldn't like sleep like if you recognize like how powerful of a tool social media is like there's no reason like you should ever sleep on LinkedIn. and i would right. say that is kind of the like somewhat disadvantage we have like in the caribbean where that is not necessarily pushed to us mm. especially like as we're doing it independently we just kind of have to figure, figure these things out, as out. We go. Yeah. yeah but even like ne- even when you're networking it's only particular people that would give you this type of information like yeah. you, know, you should work on a linkedin and you should make sure your resume is like this and yeah. da, 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 da. because even going through university though i was interested in these things i didn't get you know all of these tools and and, mm-hmm. and tips to help because i feel like the younger you start or the sooner you start is like the more time you have to really like perfect and develop what it is you're doing. But sometimes you don't get this yeah. information until yeah. later, later, yeah. later on. And it's, yeah, it makes it so much more difficult. Like, well, at least being in the Caribbean. hundred yeah. percent. That can be applied to like financial literacy as well. Like where I'm Bruh. from, like <laughs> that... <laughs> um but yeah like i would when i tell you what i would go on linkedin like every day like i would be looking at recruiters um i would look at people who went to my college and going through their connections to see like if anyone was um, at a specific job that I wanted. Wow. There'd also be job listings there as well. Like, this is market research, like, right. none of Oh, I didn't even think about it. Like, yeah, like, this is just, this is, I just thought of being creepy, but like, this is <laughs> literally <laughs> it. Extreme, yeah. Um, you see job descriptions on LinkedIn as well, and that there's certain keywords that, because there's certain keywords that you'd have to copy into, into your resume, because at the end of the day, these companies that are big like HBO, they're not going to look at, it's, they're getting hundreds yeah, and thousands right. of um of applications to make yours stand out 
you have to put in certain keywords or also just they don't even look at it. It yeah, just yeah, um, yeah, actually yeah. like scans it out or like spits it out unless it has certain keywords. So I would go to job descriptions, make sure and see like basically copy and paste or rephrase certain things and put that into my resume. Hashtag crime. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was boy. in joke and she decided she she was grinding oh thank you so much yeah no i would definitely do that and i would try to formulate a specific resume for each job position that i did which is it's hard but yes. that's what <laughs> i do yeah and a, a cover letter these are all and at the end of the day like you'd have your your template um cover letters and your template resumes at at some point where you can really interchange these words or interchange these bodies um the 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 body paragraphs so that it it's perfect for that job application but i think what made linkedin so perfect is that it puts a face to that application okay. so after you submit your application that's actually not it like i would have to like reach out to someone who works there or a recruiter or just try to make a connection to someone in there and that's like yeah. Just try to make that one connection to convince somebody, hey, can I, um, you know, I apply to so-and-so position or I'm interested in so-and-so position with my background in ABC. I I believe that I would be a great fit for it. Um, can I please have 10 minutes of your time to discuss, you know, further about the role or, you know, try to get some time on their calendar, which is hard. But I definitely think the sales position that I had prior to that role that gave me, that. Mm-hmm. yeah, gave me that tenacity, gave me that persistence to really yeah, like yeah, yeah. be forward and like p- put myself out there. And I think people respected that. Recruiters respected that. And people would get back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd respect that grind, would get back to me and they'd say, oh, yeah, like I'd forward your I can forward your resume to this recruiter. I can forward your resume. And that's how I really got my foot in the door with HBO. I could speak for myself, but at least growing up in Trinidad, like you see corporate America as this like ideal. And when you don't necessarily have that where you live and where you're, where you are, you don't see like the intricate details behind trying to pursue something as big as, you know, trying to work for a a network like HBO, like what? Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, in your ideal mind, it's like, Oh, well, I'm going to just do this and I'm going to get like, mm-hmm. you know, enough mm-hmm. experience and I'm going to end up there one day. But hearing your story, actively. you, yeah. Yeah, you no. did the ideal thing. You went to university, straight out to college, you right. got a job, you had that experience. It's not like you applied with no experience. Mm-hmm. You know, you had what, it, but you still had to Work. go through all, yeah, yeah. all yeah. these ins and outs yeah and put in that time and it wasn't easy it wasn't no. like it just fell in your lap like hey Shanice do you want to come work for us no. no yeah 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 absolutely I agree yeah and it's not and it, that's honestly not to deter anyone from at all yeah like not to deter anyone that it's gonna be that it's gonna be impossible yeah I, what, the story is, is like it's what the, yeah the yeah the narrative is, is like it is possible um you have listen i'm black and that's corporate america's that especially that space is a predominantly white white, um institution and i'm coming from a specific background like and i still manage to network to get in there so it really is a testament i think if you if it's something that you're passionate about for sure like just you can have it like just grind grind towards it gotta work um and i do acknowledge the privileges that i've had in my situation and that's not to take away from others but i do hope like this conversation or my story can still 
just I guess encourage you guys like hey it's it's opportunities are out there you can grind for it like just don't beat yourself up yeah nothing's yeah. off the table you could go mm-hmm. after it that's I when I, after I had that crappy job I was again I only wanted jobs in entertainment wow. and like I it never, just showed you yeah. like this is what I that's this is yeah. definitely what I want and this is what I don't want absolutely and yeah and it's a journey it's all about discovering yourself and learning i thought i wanted that certain job and then it's me learning okay there's other paths as well right Mm -hmm. so we had a conversation like prior to this and i actually want to talk about how you feel about being an independent creative or artist or whatever the case may be because i know a lot of people i can speak for myself um it's it's my my situation is like tricky because i went to school but i didn't I feel like I wasn't bold enough to or slash my parents were like, no, but um, (laughs) I just wasn't bold enough to study something that I was actually like very passionate about. And then at the time I also didn't know exactly what I was passionate about. I guess I didn't have that. You know, I feel like some people are so blessed to be able to know what they really want at a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't until now. So without having that, I guess, solid um, background, like in pursuing tertiary education in like media communications or just anything creative like that now it feels like okay where am I going and I just wanted to know like what does it feel like to now have that experience and how do you feel about being an independent creative with with having your experience in corporate America do you now feel like it's something that you want you like if you could go back would you do it again or if you knew what you knew now would you want to have that same experience or would you just have gone on and did your own thing like independently um okay so are you saying um would I've been interested in entertainment or media or yeah, when you say would you so now you uh, at well, you're about to go to complex, mm-hmm. and you're d- gonna do. Um, I'm gonna be a talent coordinator, right? You're mm-hmm. gonna do that for them. But we were also talking about how it feels to kind of have your own thing independently yeah. and starting okay. something for yourself. Yeah, no, no, no definitely. Um, so again, when after I had that crappy job, it was me saying like, okay. I know I'm passionate about entertainment and media. I'm only going to go towards, I'm only going to apply to jobs within that industry. Um, And to me, I thought that um, I I felt that applying to this corporate America job or this corporate role um, would fulfill that, that passion would fulfill that desire. And this is, in this conversation, I also want people to know, like, I'm also just like going through my journey as well. And I'm learning things as I go. And one thing that I learned after I got this job is that, or once I entered that corporate space is that this absolutely does not fulfill, um, that corporate, I mean, excuse me, that, um, creative desire. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. or that creative passion. And, um, and, I kind of was lost for a little bit, actually, mm. um, where I didn't like I liked my job, but I just felt like something was missing. And then it was me starting to have again, like take ownership of my happiness, same, same as I did in the past and take some steps to, 
you know, ensure, like, put my happiness first. So, okay, so my role was not fulfilling it. Cool. Like, I actually started looking outside of the job or outside of the role and working and starting to build my own creative brand. So me right. working on my block space or me connecting with creatives to, like, learn different mediums. Yeah. So mm. those were steps that I took. Um, I was going to, well, and where I was going to go with that, too, is, like, I feel like the grass is always greener because for me, as much as I do everything creatively on my own like I'm, I'm very much independent with that I still kind of had like well coming out of university and being familiar with structure I wanted more structure you know what mm-hmm. I mean and the corporate life does offer you that so yeah. even if I wanted to be a creative I want to do it in the confines of a corporate got it space yeah because it feels comfortable as yeah. opposed to when you're independent you're like this free floating entity and anything could happen at any time and it's and it's very uncertain scary yeah i feel that i understand that i think for me i love being a free bird like i was gonna (laughs) ask you because i think we differ where that is concerned because cameron is so i think unapologetically independent and she like she takes on all these projects and she she i feel like she's always active where that is concerned and for me as much as yes i'm involved in certain things i'm always questioning like is this going like am i going somewhere like am yeah. i just stationary yeah. or does this make sense like i need to be in like you a need confined to have like space. deliverables and measured yeah, i need mm-hmm. measurable success in order to feel yeah like i'm actually making sense i understand <laughs> in this that. world yeah i completely oh sorry no you're fine go ahead um i completely all i can say is like I 100% agree that maybe the grass is always greener. I can't speak for all corporate spaces, but I will say in my position, you're right. There is that structure, but there's also this bureaucratic, like this huge Mm. hierarchical, like so many different layers where in a sense, sometimes I feel like that almost blocks a creative process. Right. I was going to say that I think one of the best things about being independent is having your creative freedom yeah Yeah. and having the ability to do the projects you want to do be Mm -hmm. a part of the conversations you want to be a part of um creating what you want to create so i was gonna say like i'm a i love being a free bird but that's just kind of that's my personality that's who i've been for my entire life i was always a rebel i never wanted to work for anybody i my Again, coming from a West Indian background, my dad was like, you should go work in the bank. I'm like, fam, (laughs) no, like I can't, I cannot put myself in those restraints. And that again, that's just who I was. And I've never seen that. I've never seen that for myself. So I think even as I started to find myself creatively, that that bled into it. I didn't want to be a creative with within the confines of a corporate um, Mm -hmm. environment because I just need, I need that freedom in my life. And then too, I was privileged in that I did not have the room to do that. Yeah. I had the room to do that. I did not have to take a corporate creative job because again, with, with um, creativity within the constraints of corporate world or within the context of a corporate world, there is stability and there is a check coming in at the end of every yeah. month very yeah. safely yeah um yeah that's so, safety blanket yeah it yeah. is a safety blanket even though it's creative there again Has, mm-hmm. it's within the context yeah. of um a corporate world there's that safety so i acknowledge the fact that i had the privilege of not having to do that there are some people that have to and i'm really really glad that i didn't have to yeah. and that's that's just where i've been i love being able to 
pursue the projects that I want to do and have my hand in um, the things that I want to say. And we don't have and to have like the freedom to just kind of be home one day and get a call like, yo, let's work on this project. Yeah. And, like, yeah, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and yeah, definitely corporate as much as it's um, safer. The structure could be crippling. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. To, to a creative mind. Yeah. And and honestly, I'm, I've only been in that one corporate space. So it's not to knock like it, there might not be other yeah, corporate spaces. No, for sure. That, for sure. Yeah. And that may facilitate. Made for, for that. Yeah, spaces. exactly. Like yeah. there might be. want to be told what to yeah. do. Yeah. Like all the time. <laughs> well, well, not, well, not, no, no, not all the time. But like no, you. I, yeah. Transparency. But I love being no, told yeah. what to do. Because. Yeah. I guess that's how I've been yeah. raised and socialized. Yeah. Like, do this, and I know I feel confident that I could do what you tell me to do. Yeah, but don't sure. ask me what to do. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. Yeah. I think, it, but I think the um having to be somewhat independent. Um, well, you are independent, but I know that you have to work within girls. You know, you work yeah. with girls' streets, but you're still a like that's kind of your position. You get you get to do what you want with it. I think that that also challenges you. It, in like in one of the best <laughs> in one of the best ways possible because i feel like now you don't have someone telling you what to do you and have to be like this is my idea yeah. it's so yours you have to conceptualize it you yeah. have to bring it to fruition you have to plan with it like yeah so it, it definitely positively challenges me but like it's a challenge yeah <laughs> understood struggle because yeah. now like it, well she needs if you don't know i work with this nonprofit called girls with roots so um being the creative director i have to come up with the ideas and then execute them and then get people to help me execute them and it's Mm -hmm. like when my brain goes blank there's nobody else to be like what do we do you know it's on me and that's like oh my gosh i can't even but it's like i guess a good challenge it's a good challenge and then you have friends too yeah i mean cameron has been (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah i mean and yeah, just to like go back on what we were saying earlier, just like there's other, you, it sounds like, okay, you're kind of in a structured space anyways. Um, to some extent, not really. Not really. Not, not really. really. Okay, just kidding. Not really. Not really. Because, <laughs> because, because she's the sole creative director. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, I don't okay, really okay. have that support yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, so then my, what I would say to that then is that, okay, we all have our journey right now mm-hmm. and it's not, it's, there's nothing static. It's not set in stone. So if there's something that you want, then okay, let's, you have that experience how about you start like pivoting your your way towards something that you do want and then if that experience is you know that's not a right fit then you either go back or you find like a new experience that is a better fit so and i think even when we we have those uh alternative experiences it sometimes teaches us so much about what we already do want yeah already do have and yeah yeah. and being able to appreciate it more yeah Yeah. because let me just tell a story real quick guys (laughs) um as much as i am independent i have worked in not corporate but i have worked under organizations already yeah listen i when i tell you guys i love being a free bird (laughs) i love being a free bird (laughs) she's learned yeah Yeah. because working in the constraints of like not politics like politics politics but like the politics of an organization and the hierarchy Mm. of an organization office politics listen it's it's draining so like being able to experience that definitely solidified my love for being an independent creative i'm like i i cannot Mm -hmm. give my best self to an organization like that in within those constraints because it's like the idea it goes from and i'm not like i'm not that 
creative that doesn't know how to let go of ideas like you know how there are some sometimes as a creative you're like my idea is great and you guys need to go with it at the end of the day the client is the one who is like need who needs to be pleased and that's kind of just how it is i'm not the creative that's super connected or super like clingy with my ideas but but when you when you give an idea and it's just like it has to go through so many so many minds and then there is there's the generational aspect of the of the organization where it's like a lot of older people and it's just it's tiring it's true the energy is drained and i can't deal with that so definitely navigating through experiences is that will definitely help you solidify what it is you want Mm -hmm. and what it is you don't want (laughs) where you can function and when you can't function so i Mm -hmm. think that's important you were telling me a a story about that like when you like at your previous job yeah Yeah. when you had the opportunity to work on something and you feel like you were being micromanaged and yeah i can yeah completely completely relate with that and that's what i was saying before like in some corporate spaces you know um I, i obviously like I obviously recommend that everyone, if you're not happy in anything, like definitely take that journey, like travel through your journey to see, travel to that corporate space to see if it'll be a good fit Mm -hmm. for you. And if it shouldn't, I will say in my corporate experience, I can completely relate where there were some moments where I felt like there were so many layers that and so many minds that went into one simple process that it made it completely inefficient. It was a whole bunch of micromanagement that just stressed me the f out (laughs) you know um and it just it definitely sucked the creative process out 100 it sucked the fun out of it it just it ruined it and it also made me feel less valued and this isn't coming you're talking you're coming from a a creative mind saying like hey this was this was not coming from me being selfish and being emotionally attached to my ideas and you know letting go of that or and them not necessarily agreeing with that I also had similar situations where um, I'm in teams. I am a team player mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to be managing something. And then because of this hierarchy and because of um, just because of the hierarchy, like a lot of layers were placed yeah. in. And yeah, it definitely at the end, it can make someone feel a little less valued. Yeah, it like it just drains you. It's like yeah. one you're you're excited and then... All of a sudden, it's like yeah, it's it's tough. Never yeah. mind. Like I don't want to do so, this anymore. Yeah, but I'm but I'm so grateful for those experiences yeah. as well. Like I'm not just as you're saying. Like I'm glad that I went through that mm-hmm, experience. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm a I need my creative freedom. I need yeah. I'm happy yeah. doing this. So like I'm happy doing what I'm doing, and yeah. I think that's why I'm happy making this next step, or yeah. I'm happy going through to a new environment. It's all. A part of the journey. Yeah, I was gonna say. definitely. It's all a part, and all parts of your journey are necessary. All parts of our journeys are mm-hmm. um, there for a purpose. So yeah, but I just I really do love that you 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 brought it all into perspective when it comes to it being about a journey because. Mm-hmm. I know that we're we always say like we're now starting off like we have we have so much to, yeah, to experience, to experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and we're we're super young so things will happen and then we will learn from those things even if they're not the most positive experiences yeah. and everything is a growing yeah, a growing yeah, yeah. and I, lesson, I think like that's a, a really experience. good way sure. yeah, to think about it like even if it's 
super crappy and it's not the best moment for you like you did learn something from it yeah. and you could take it to the next part oh my god yeah of yeah. Your, your journey we're also way too freaking young to settle oh Ooh. <laughs> so can i like that's a word right like it's yeah. we're, we're like way too young to settle and like if again if something isn't a right fit and there's so many opportunities yeah, now for of, you to mm-hmm. be like, well, I'm going to just stay in this like little small. Yeah, I yeah. Know. definitely. Like, I think it's so important for us to be okay with navigating through the journey. Yeah, like yeah. trying things, failing, trying yeah. things, not working out. Yeah. Try something else. Like take the take your youth and like maximize the crap yeah. out of it. And hats <laughs> off to you for even like taking that bold step yeah. to apply for something new and say like this is not what I want. So yeah. I'm gonna move on to the next. Yeah, thank you. And congratulations for even getting to that that place of you know getting through with yeah with that application because what yeah (laughs) no i appreciate it i'm so grateful and yeah everything happened with so quickly within the first like we're still in q1 like we're still your birthday month has been my birthday month has been this one's saying like god really likes there's like humbling moments like this where i'm just kind of shocked yeah Hmm. Um, yeah, got the offer. Blessing. Yeah, a super <laughs> huge blessing. Got the offer right on my birthday week, like the Monday. Oh. God was like, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, so, though. Yeah. Thank you so much. We had so much fun. So much fun. Thank you so much, Shanice, for coming and chatting with us. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Absolutely. This is fun. Thank yeah. You. I like talking to people who... Even if you share a similar perspective, like you're able to offer insights and just yeah, I learned a lot from I'm this talk. I was just like, listen, she's educating me. She's educating but me yeah. right now, and and I just love you know seeing young minds like mm. like you where you you didn't just settle. sit back yeah and settle or allow oh, it like yeah. things to just fall in your lap. You were proactive oh, no. about everything you wanted. Oh no, yeah, and that is so dope. Like yeah. I respect that a yeah. lot. I'm definitely an Aquarius, so <laughs> go get them. Um, all for changes. Um, yeah, and I think, and this is this feels like a little awkward sometimes speaking because I, I'm also going through my journey. I'm also learning, mm. and I I want anyone who's listening to this to recognize that you know we all have our journeys, and you're gonna like the last thing you should do is just settle. Yeah. So just allow yourself to go through your journey yeah yeah i think that's if if it's one thing that's a takeaway from this yeah. it's respect your journey go through it work through it navigate through it yeah. like it's all it's all yours like it's all yours and the journey is kind of it's the best part yeah and it will teach you so yeah. much everything you want to know allow yourself to go through mm-hmm. your experiences but make the best of it don't yeah. just allow it to like crush you nah yeah so yeah so guys that's the end of this episode if you want to follow Shanice on social media you can follow her Instagram at yeah at Shanice Arlette S-H-A-N-I-C-E-A-R-L-E-T-T-E great (laughs) she's a cutie pie (laughs) no weirdos please guys please please please. please. no DMs yeah stress that yeah But yeah, okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned a lot. I learned a lot. I learned, like, (laughs) listen, come Come on. on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, so we want to hear from you. 
as always we love hearing from you guys so definitely write a review rate subscribe um follow us follow us we created an instagram, instagram account yes. so follow us at recess podcast, podcast and dm us let us know who you guys want us to chat with next yeah and we look forward to chatting with you guys in the next two weeks bye bye, bye. <laughs>